0: Good morning. It is a delight to see you here this morning. I am Pastor UC Washington. Uh, We look forward to Pastor Gail Brooks bringing us a powerful word uh, from the Lord. Uh, Let us be reminded of what the psalmist says in Psalm 122. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And in stanza two, he says, our feet shall stand within the gates of Zion. What a delight to see you here this morning. And many, many others who are joining us through social means. Go ahead if you have not done so. Those who are worshiping us from your own personal places of dwelling and reach out to others. Let them know that uh, uh, worship is uh, beginning here at Highland Valley, and we would love for them to uh, join in and take part in this time of worshiping this morning. I want to wish Happy Mother's Day to all mothers and to women in general on this day of observation. Um, As that you would at this time uh, prepare yourselves for a word of prayer. Good and gentle God, we pray in gratitude for our mothers and for all women. Their nurturing spirits has blessed the length of days of humanity as they have joined with you in the wonder of bringing forth new life and nourishing that life. In this time of celebrating and honoring the role of mothers and women, we are reminded that your earthly life was ushered in through your mother, Mary. Give them, women, mothers, the strength to live and to be loved in return, not perfectly, but humanly. Give them the faithful support of husband and family and friends as they care for the physical and the spiritual growth of their children. Most of all, give them and us the wisdom to turn to you for help when they need it most. Now God, Help us in our worshiping of you. Teach us how to worship you as you deserve our worshiping. All honor and praise we lift up to you at this time. In Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Good morning everyone uh, here in person and those who are joining us virtually. It is Really um, a delight to share a word from the Lord with you today. From John chapter 21, verses 15 through 17. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you bow with me for prayer? Oh God, we thank you for your word, for the truth it contains, for your message of love to each and every one of us. We pray now that... Your truth be spoken, your truth be heard, and that you would be glorified in all that is said. May we hear with joy what you say to us today. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So during the season of Easter, we have reflected upon the following scenes involving Jesus and the disciples. We encountered the two men on the road to Emmaus. We uh, encountered the disciples in the upper room on two different occasions, one from the Gospel of Luke and one from the Gospel of John, with just a little bit of different information about how Jesus interacted with them. And we have encountered Jesus on the beach at the Sea of Galilee, or the Sea of Tiberias in Galilee. The post-resurrection stories show us how Jesus was a companion to the followers who were grief-stricken, how he calmed their fears and proved that he was alive after his resurrection. He even returned to a gathering of the disciples to prove to Thomas that he had the scars to prove he had endured the crucifixion, he had risen from the dead. And Christ met the disciples at Galilee and cooked them breakfast, and then had a heart-to-heart conversation with Peter, as we have heard this morning. We'll cover the ascension of Christ in next week's sermon, but I think it's really interesting to note that there are only three other comments other than the empty tomb stories, the stories that we have shared and the ascension in the New Testament about Jesus' appearances after he had risen from the dead. And we know that he was alive, uh, walking and sharing and visiting with disciples and others for 40 days after his resurrection, before he ascended. In John's Gospel, the writer shares the purpose of the book in chapter 20, Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, so we know there were more stories. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. In John 21, the writer tells us, There are also many other things that Jesus did, if every one of them were written down, I suppose that the world itself could not contain all the books that would be written. I don't know about you, but when I read these, um, these verses from this gospel writer, I really wish they had shared more of the stories. Don't you? It would have been nice to have known more about all the things that Jesus did after he arose from the dead. The Apostle Paul also makes mention of Jesus' appearances. He says, For I handed on to you as of first importance what I in turn had received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve, and Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. What did he do that time he appeared to 500 of them? Well, we'll never know on this side of the grave. Like the previous encounters in this final scene in John's gospel, Jesus didn't chastise Peter, for his denial and his desertion, he simply wanted to know if Peter truly loved him. It was as if he was acknowledging, the past is behind us, you are forgiven. Now that you know I have risen from the dead as I promised, I need to know, do you love me? Are you still with me? Are you willing to serve me? Of course, it's Mother's Day and what an awesome little video that Ms. Crystal put together with the kids sharing about their mothers. And one of the things that we don't often speak about in the church are the biblical images that we have with God as mother. God as a mother who comforts her child. God as a nursing mother. God who is pregnant and gives birth from Isaiah. God is a woman in labor. God is the midwife. God as a mama bear. God as a mother eagle. Jesus even as a mother hen, and God as a woman looking for her lost coin. The Church of England and many Episcopal churches celebrated the feast day of one of my favorite mystics, Julian of Norwich yesterday. She was born in mid-14th century and was an anchoress in England, which meant that she spent her life in solitude in prayer at the church in Norwich. And she is best known for her book, Revelations of Divine Love, in which she wrote about this concept of God as mother. She wrote, Jesus is our true mother. We have being from him where the ground of motherhood begins with all the safekeeping of love which endlessly follows. As truly as God is our father, so truly God is our mother. Jesus is our true mother in grace by taking on our created nature. All the fair work and all the sweet, loving offices of beloved motherhood are appropriated to Christ. I understood, she writes, three ways of regarding motherhood in God. The first is how He is the foundation of nature's creation. The second is His taking on our nature. And there the motherhood of grace begins. And the third is the motherhood at work. And in this... By the same grace, all is one love. We see the loving nature of God in Jesus the Christ. When Jesus visited his parents, I mean his followers after the resurrection, like a loving parent, he manifested love and understanding. Concern and a desire that humans, these humans who loved him and spent time with him, felt safe and at peace in his presence and in their situation. Which leads us, I think, to two ultimate truths of the gospel. No matter how we fail, deny, desert, run away from the Lord, we are forgiven, we are loved. We are called to follow Jesus, every single one of us. And following Jesus means that we love, feed, and tend to the needs of others, like loving parents, like a mother. So who are we being called to tend today as individuals, as Highland Valley United Methodist Church, Who are the least of these in Little Rock? The sick, the hungry, the homeless, children who are living in poverty, foster children, students in the Little Rock School District, they're all around us, the least of these, crying out in need of care and nurture and love. Are we called to end white supremacy and systemic racism in our context? to raise awareness, to form relationships with people who are different from ourselves, to seek reconciliation and equity, and to advocate for policies and procedures that will end the violence and divisiveness we see on a daily basis. People need the Lord. People all around us are hurting. And we need to ask ourselves, how can I get involved with ministries that will aid those in need? Or am I called to start one and uh, answer God's call? What does God want me to do to be an instrument of grace, a vessel of love to this lost and broken world? I love Frederick Beekner's quote um, on his teaching about calling. The place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. Where is that for you? Your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger. Christ was pointing Peter to his calling in this text today to be the shepherd of the Christian community, To where and to what is the Lord calling you? You know, we've spent this year reflecting upon the character of God as revealed through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. We've considered the vows we have made as United Methodists to uh, serve God and to serve the United Methodist Church with our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. And it's really very simple. We are loved simply because we are the children of the Most High God. That's the point of the gospel. All of us, beloved children of God. And God desires our love like a mother. God longs for us to be present to the love that is ours. God desires that we share that love, the love that we've been given to all we meet. And loving others and taking care of others is the way that we show the world God's love. God's love is manifested in you and in me when we answer God's call. So I close our time together this morning with a prayer of Julian of Norwich, a prayer that we might... Be God's vessels in the world. Will you bow with me? In you, Father Almighty, we have our preservation and our bliss. In you, Christ, we have our restoring and our saving. You are our mother, brother, and Savior. In you, our Lord the Holy Spirit, is marvelous and plenteous grace. You are our clothing. For love you wrap us and embrace us. You are our maker, our lover, our keeper. Teach us to believe that by your grace all shall be well and all shall be well and all manner of things shall be well in your love. Amen.
0: Part of worshiping God is also involved. It also involves the act of giving. Throughout, uh, the past, uh, 12 months plus of, uh, being impacted by the COVID virus, you, uh, you as a faith community have shown you are continuous worshiping of God through how you've supported this faith community. And I just want to say thank you so very, very much. Not only in your financial giving, but in your helping hands and other forms of ministry is so vitally needed and you have extended it so graciously. At this time, uh, we're going to have a a video that is... uh, Presented uh, on behalf of Kroger's, and after the video, then we will be blessed with our offertory praise song, uh, "You Raised Me Up" by Alexis Ellis and Betty Morgan.
2: Hi, Helen Valley. How many of you shop at Kroger? Well, did you know if you shop at Kroger that the Kroger Community Rewards Program? will donate money to local organizations such as Highland Valley United Methodist Church's Infant Care Ministry Program, simply for you shopping there. So what I invite each of you to do, and I hope you're visiting our website to do, is to link your Kroger shopping card to Highland Valley United Methodist Church for our Infant Care Ministry Program. So you think you might already be linked? don't know if you're linked, you would like to be linked, then I invite you to follow these simple steps so that our Infant Care Ministry program can start receiving donations or continue receiving donations from Kroger simply because you shop there. So I invite you to, if you haven't already, to create a digital account at Kroger.com. So that's going to be www.Kroger.com. On that homepage, you're going to click on the sign-in drop-down menu and select created account and you will follow the prompts to create your account. Next, once you have a, account, a digital account for Kroger, you're going to link your card to Highland Valley ICM. You're going to first sign in to your digital account, the one you just created or if you already have one and you're just checking to see if you've got it linked correctly. On the home page, you're gonna click on a drop-down menu that's under your name. You're gonna select My Account, and when you select that, you're gonna see many areas on your screen. You're gonna scroll down to one that says Community Rewards, and you're gonna click on Community Rewards, and then you're simply gonna add Highland Valley United Methodist Church. You can add it by typing in the name, Or you can type in um, our ID number, which is CD922. Once you've done that, you're simply going to click Save. And then you're going to go to Kroger and shop. And every time you do, our Infant Care Ministry Program at Highland Valley is going to receive a donation. Um, It's a way for you to give without giving. So we thank you. We hope that you'll link your account. And we hope to see you shopping at Kroger. Thanks.
1: It's really very simple. It's a daily decision on our part to follow Christ, to take this day and say, use me as you would, Lord. Show me how to love people, everyone I meet today, like you love them. It's not easy, but it's a simple decision to say, let me be your vessel in this world. If you've never made a decision to accept Christ, the invitation is always open. If you are looking for a church home, the invitation is always open. Please contact us. Share your information on our website so we can contact you so that you can join this faith community and serve the Lord the best you can. So let's go from this place today from this time, remembering that we have an opportunity to honor and glorify our Lord every single day. Let's go and love like Jesus loves us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.